0: Hello, my name is David Shulman. Welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. For decades, absolutist military rule made Myanmar an international pariah. Since 2011, however, the country has seen dramatic political reforms. Nobel laureate Aung San Suu Kyi, after years of house arrest, now leads the opposition party in parliament. And suddenly, leaders from around the world have come calling. To mark the annual assessment of the country's economy carried out by the International Monetary Fund, I asked Matt Davies, the IMF's mission chief for Myanmar, how the country's rapid political change has transformed its economic potential.
1: The political change has opened up Myanmar as Asia's new frontier. It has a huge economic potential after years of neglect and isolation. Its opportunities lie in the fact it has a huge fertile land area. It's got abundant natural resources. It has oil and gas and copper, gemstones. It has a young, cheap labour force, which is a great attraction to international investors, and it has a strategic geographic position right between the economic powerhouses of India and China.
0: So. When you go to Myanmar, what can you now see that suggests a different economic future? Just a casual
1: visitor to Yangon in Myanmar will just see so many signs of the transformation that's occurred. Two or three years ago, there were few cars and there were very few traffic jams. Now there's hundreds and hundreds of cars and it's difficult to get from place to place in the city. And this is a real sign of a response to things the government have done. They've opened up import restrictions, they've opened up foreign exchange, and suddenly people can get dollars to buy cars. And you see it as a visitor trying to find a hotel room in Yangon. It's very difficult and they're very expensive. And this reflects the great interest from international investors, donors and the international community and from tourists. And the other thing you see is you can you can get money on the streets. You can change your dollars, your euros into chat and you can engage with the economy in Myanmar, whereas you couldn't do that before. There is a long way to go though. Although poverty has decreased in recent years, still about one in four of the people in Myanmar actually live in poverty. And almost all of them, about two thirds, rely on agriculture for their day-to-day lives. So to actually fulfill the economic potential that the political transformation has released,
0: it's important to have sound
1: economic management and continued international support.
0: So much is happening so quickly. In your view, is the government of President Ten Sein addressing these challenges appropriately and fast enough?
1: The government moved very quickly and much quicker than most people imagined it was possible. They've addressed the foreign exchange rate, they've addressed press freedom, import restrictions, they've made the process of managing the government's money more open. But there's a larger agenda out there, some of which the government is moving faster than people expected, some slower.
0: So at this point, the EU has dropped most economic sanctions, Uh, so has the US. What are the key opportunities international investment presents for Myanmar?
1: Myanmar is one of the largest untapped markets for consumer goods in the world, and this shows in the intense interest international investors are taking. Most recently, we've seen the awarding of uh, two telecoms licenses to international operators. About 10% of people currently have a mobile phone, and the government hopes over three quarters in three years' time people will have a mobile phone. And some of the largest operators in the world bid for those licenses, and it's a signal of the real potential in the market. There's also huge natural resource deposits in the country, and it's clearly something that many investors are interested in.
0: So what needs to happen so that the exploitation of these resources doesn't come at the expense of the people of Myanmar?
1: And that's a very important point. And what what the government really needs to do is focus on ensuring that the granting of investment rights is done in a transparent and uh, accountable way. And the recent award of these telecoms licenses very much followed international best practices. It also needs to ensure that people who invest in Myanmar and make money out of it, contribute to the development of the nation through paying a fair tax take and making sure that tax policies are set up so that people who uh, make money contribute to the government and they can translate that into investment in infrastructure and services to help the people of Myanmar.
0: So there do remain some significant human rights issues and internal political differences. How do these affect your assessment of Myanmar's new economic potential?
1: The economic potential remains huge. But for investment and growth to occur, one of the most critical things is stability, both economic stability and political stability. The current issues aren't yet threatening the translation of potential into growth, but there needs to be continued confidence on of the domestic private sector and international investors that the stability will continue, which will allow them to feel secure invest in investing their money.
0: Matt Davies, the IMF's Mission Chief for Myanmar. He gave his take on the economic challenges and opportunities facing newly open Myanmar. To hear more podcasts from the International Monetary Fund, log on to www.soundcloud.com imf-podcasts.